Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. So far, Luke has shared how the Lord Jesus has been received in his ministry in Galilee, widely accepted, and then rejected in Nazareth. We have seen his custom of going into the synagogue on the Sabbath and teaching. In our last study, Jesus demonstrated his authority over demons. Today on Drawing Near, we see Jesus on a Saturday afternoon, an afternoon after he has cast out a demon during the morning service. So open your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 4 as we study Simon's mother-in-law. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, we thank you for this glimpse into the life of Christ, into the life of Simon Peter and his family. Father, we're grateful for the opportunity to understand more of Jesus and more of his power and authority. But also, Father, we thank you that we can see his compassion, his love, his sympathy. And Father, we pray that you would help us not only to learn these things, but to follow his example and demonstrate these things in our lives. Give us wisdom and discernment as we study your word. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As Luke shares these events that took place on a Sabbath, on a Saturday in the synagogue, we're told in verse 38, Then he, Jesus, got up. He stood up from teaching and from casting out the demon in the synagogue, and he left the synagogue. And we don't know how far he had to travel, but evidently Simon Peter's home was in Capernaum, and he entered Simon's home. No doubt they were going there to rest, to recover, to fellowship, to have something to eat. In Jewish society, any food or any preparations for the Sabbath day would have been made the day before and then just served on the Sabbath day because they strictly observed the laws of the Sabbath, and on the Sabbath they were to do no work. And so they entered Simon Peter's home. Now, thus far in our study, Jesus hasn't called any disciples. In Luke's gospel, this is the first introduction of Simon Peter. And so we're told in verse 38 that evidently Simon was married. He had a mother-in-law. And it says, now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever. A high fever is dangerous for children, for older people, anytime. But we need to remember that back in Jesus' day, when this was being written, they didn't have hospitals. They didn't have the kinds of medications that we have today. When someone got sick with a high fever, many times they died. People didn't live as long. They had so many things they had to deal with, and that was just part of being alive during these times. And so Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever. Now, if you want to speculate with me for just a moment, and Luke does not do this, can you imagine Simon's wife concerned for her mother? Can you imagine the buzz that is going on? We don't know everyone who is there, but this is a serious situation. People are concerned, and Jesus has entered the home. He's just cast out a demon, and so they ask him to help her. Now, he's not a physician. He's not a doctor. So this speaks somewhat to what they believed he could do, his power and his authority. Maybe, even though Luke doesn't record it, 
It's possible that Jesus has already healed some people as he was doing his earthly ministry in the power of the Holy Spirit. Whether they have seen him heal or not, they have seen Jesus cast out a demon. They have seen him teach with unusual authority, with unusual power, and so they ask him to help her. Jesus, as he enters the house, as they deal with the situation, he stands over her. The Bible tells us he rebuked the fever. The idea of rebuking is exercising authority and telling something or someone to do something, either in someone else's name, in God's name, or under your own power. Jesus has the authority to rebuke the fever. And so he rebukes the fever, and it left her. Now, before we jump ahead, that's important. Jesus has power to heal, and we know that. Jesus has power to rebuke a fever, to cast out a demon. Jesus is God in the flesh, and he's ministering under the power of the Holy Spirit, and God is doing mighty things in his life. He's just left the synagogue where he's cast out a demon, but now he's in a home with a limited number of people about, and they are concerned about Peter's mother-in-law, and in asking Jesus to help, he rebukes the fever and it leaves her. This speaks as much to Jesus' compassion, his desire to help, his empathy, as it does to his power and authority. We need to remember, Jesus is not only gracious, but he's also merciful. He's tender-hearted. He's kind. This is the kind of Lord that we have interceding on our behalf at the right hand of the Father now. We do not have a Lord who is unfamiliar with our weakness, our struggles, our sufferings, our sorrow. He has experienced all of human emotions, all of these human things just like us, yet without sin. We need to understand that. And so out of compassion, out of this desire to help, he rebukes the fever and it leaves her. And then we see something fairly amazing. And she immediately got up and waited on them. She immediately got up and serve them. There was no recovery time. There was no downtime. She didn't have to lay in bed, drink fluids, and just rest and regain her strength. When he rebuked the fever, it left her, and she was able to get up and serve them. That speaks to the complete healing that Jesus does. Jesus isn't like a doctor or like any medical technology that we have where they can just treat things. Jesus eliminated the fever. Not only the fever, but he eliminated everything that went with the fever, and it all left her. And she got up and she served them. When Jesus works in our lives, when he does mighty things in us, we need to remember not only to praise him and acknowledge him, but also to get up and serve him and serve others. Now, I'm sure this is not the primary consideration in these two verses, but it is something we need to know. I think very often when God does wonderful things in our lives, when he demonstrates his compassion, when he demonstrates his power in our lives, many times we do nothing afterward. We ought to be drawn into service. We ought to be drawn into Christ-likeness. We ought to demonstrate God's power in our lives by loving, caring, serving, 
after we have witnessed what God has done. Now, I don't know what was in the heart of Simon's mother-in-law. She likely was a woman who served anyway. But when she was healed, she got up immediately and served them. I encourage you to take some time and read over these two verses, because these are unique verses. The people healed are given identity. This is Jesus leaving a synagogue, being invited to Simon's home, where Simon's mother-in-law is sick, and Jesus is asked to help, and he does. How often are we asked to help, and it's in our power to do so, and we help, or maybe we don't? All of these things are worthy of our reflection from these two little verses. And even though they're simple, and even though they're clear, I think with meditation and thought, they have a lot to say to our hearts and lives. Father in heaven, help us not to neglect things like this. You put these things into your word for a reason. The simple reason, or the main reason, may simply be that Jesus Christ has power to cast out uh, demons and to remove or rebuke fevers. But Father, I think there's so much more here because you give us more detail than that. The invitation into the home, the request for help, the way the mother-in-law serves after being healed, her total healing— There's just so much here, along with the power and the compassion of the Lord Jesus. Help us not to just hear or read these things quickly and move on. Help us through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives to search our hearts, to search our minds, our intentions, our motivations, and then, Father, under your leadership, respond by faith in a way that honors you. Give us this kind of wisdom and understanding. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.